0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. Listen, I'm in no rush to
1: get this thing started. You're not? Why not? Happy New Year. Season's greetings. Merry New Year to you too, Steve. I, uh, it feels like I haven't seen you since last year. We're doing that shtick again? It's ranch dressing day. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. (laughs) <laughs> I've been here for about about forty five minutes
0: to an hour. Yeah, let's let's not start to hurt each other so soon.
1: It's going to be uh, nice and sunny today. Yeah, uh, but cold. A high of thirty seven tomorrow. More of the same with a high of thirty nine. It's a mere twenty one degrees in downtown Springfield.
0: Oh man, what a what a way to start the the new year. Uh, I don't know. We got we got so much going on. It's like uh, it's like an onslaught of of uh, of heavy dosage content.
1: You know you know. Uh, we we said last year we we're gonna have this show a little bit tighter this year. That was our resolution. Yeah, well, and that's, uh, that always starts on January third. And you know what? 2025 is gonna be our year. I know. I just know it.
0: Listen, we've ar- we've already shared a couple stories that we've said we cannot talk talk about this on the air. Yeah, you know what? Fun is that. <laughs> I know. But as you can imagine, I just can't. It's 5:35 with Bags and Nagle and Rock 102. Listen for. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Guns and Roses with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: It's uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It is 21 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: I forgot to mention earlier that if you're going to be listening to the podcast later on today or sometime down the road, it's all brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got you back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke.
1: Good thing we uh, we did those New Year's resolutions. It's a to good get that thing. Stuff right up on top. That was the first one I said. Yeah. That's
0: going to be my first, my big uh, New Year's resolution to open the show with that information.
1: Well, there you go. I missed it by ten minutes. Do we have anybody uh, sponsoring this lovely Hollywood trash? No, we do not. Oh Steve. well, why don't we just uh, get right into it then? Somehow you. Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Snoop Dogg has a new gig of Olympic size proportions. The rapper is joining NBC Universal's coverage of the 2024 Summer Games, taking place in Paris. Snoop will be on site in the French capital to provide regular reports for the Olympics primetime show, beginning on July 26 on NBC and Peacock. <laughs> Pee. <laughs> Pee. The announcement was uh, made Sunday night during halftime of Sunday night's football coverage of the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings on NBC and Peacock. Uh, throughout the game, Snoop will speak with NBC Olympics host Mike Tirico and provide his unique take on what's <sighs> happening in Paris. Wow. Faux shizzle.
0: I got to tell you, you know, uh, for a brief period of time, like, for example, when he was on trial for vehicular homicide. Uh-huh. Uh you you thought well you maybe uh, Snoop ain't really on the up and up but isn't it interesting that since that trial he has become America's treasure what? and and really uh, is there anyone you'd rather see provide olympic commentary other
1: than Snoop yeah you know I'm not really uh, I'm not really getting NBC's I mean if you're if you're talking about sports and athletics the guy who sits there and smokes joints all day long is really not the uh, poster boy for health That's that everybody it. really wants to see. That's where you are so misguided, Steve. He yeah. uh, he
0: coaches youth football. Okay, he coaches youth football. but Well, uh, isn't there
1: a youth football event in the Olympics this year in Paris? I don't think so. <laughs> is that the peewee? Yeah, who, who's going to win the gold in peewee football?
0: Well, then maybe we need to reassess sending him there.
1: Hey, uh, we're the only ones that competed in this event. <laughs> I thought there were going to be other ten and eleven-year-old kids playing football. Oh, you don't have the uh, the, the uh, everybody gets a ice pop after the game.
0: Yeah, that's right. They'll go. all go to the Paris Dairy Queen. Wow.
1: It'll be interesting uh, to see uh, Snoop uh, doing his little commentary on that, on different things. That's an understatement. He said, I grew up watching the Olympics, and I'm thrilled to see the incredible athletes bring their A-game to Paris. It's a celebration of skill. <laughs> Faux shizzle. It's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Didn't I just say last year that we don't do enough stories about the Backstreet Boys? You did say that. Well, A.J. McLean is getting divorced. Uh, He's starting fresh in the new year. He says he's getting divorced after previously separating from his wife. A.J. and Rochelle Deanna McLean just released a joint statement on... uh, Ooh. Snoop Dogg. Snoop. Yeah. On social media announcing plans to divorce... Uh, The estranged couple says, As you know, we have been separated for over a year now. While we have hope for reconciliation, we have decided to officially end our marriage. Because he's like, wow. I get to do all these things and nobody has to tell me what to do. Yes, we're going through with this thing. Seems to me (laughs) I've just... Retrieve my testicles Uh, AJ and Rochelle continue It is with deep love and respect that we have made this decision Our focus uh, now is moving forward In the healthiest way possible With friendship and co-parenting our girls At the forefront of this next chapter Yada 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 Well at least they're being amicable about it You know a lot of couples uh, There's always sometimes one That Mm -hmm. might be uh, more scorned than the other I don't know how uh,
0: amicable it is If you have to rely on spokespeople to make these kinds of you know press releases to well, make these kinds of announcements
1: well they released the press release it wasn't yes. like it was the, you know
0: but you know most oh, most people couples yeah. who get divorced don't usually go through a publicist
1: yeah i uh, i wouldn't uh, I, I wouldn't you know think any differently of somebody who did a public relations I mean, stint. when i got divorced i didn't uh, I didn't make a big PR thing out of it You should have I chose not to There was a lot of people uh, trying to mine their beeswax that didn't belong to them Well, that is true You know That is true Uh, The Mandalorian has topped the list of the most watched streaming originals back in 2023 All the way back in 2023, two days ago Didn't that come out like two years ago? Three years ago? No, no, it was, but it's the most oh, streamed I see. show. Gotcha. Star Wars Reign Supreme on the streaming in uh, 2023 is the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian ranked as the most watched streaming original in the U.S., according to dat- data compiled by Whip Media. That's surprising with all the, uh, the other shows that have been out there.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I would have thought like Stranger Things would have been...
1: Yeah, that's a little what, bit. That's what I mean. More something else, but there you go. The Mandalorian, star George uh, George Lucas is just he just sniffs and he makes a thousand dollars.
0: I think that's a pure Disney thing. Now he sold it all to Disney. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. You know? He's he's still making. I mean, you're generating money. Oh, of course. He he sold the money, but he probably invested it in something. He goes, "Hmm, do you smell that? That's the sound of my success." being more successful with me not there with it (laughs) that's my franchise burning jeremy renner is marking the one-year anniversary of his near-fatal snowplow accident by thanking his uh, little girl for her support on monday the avengers star called his 10-year-old daughter ava reason number one for his recovery after he was critically injured on new year's day in 2023 I asked her to wait for me when I first saw her January 14th as I arrived home. Renner uh, captioned a heartfelt Instagram post, which included a photo of Ava hugging him as I uh, as I got. Uh... Oh, I don't know. I lost that line. Yeah, yeah. It just jumped up. But anyway, he's gonna he's gonna be back filming the Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, I like that show. I do too. And I uh, good for him that he's back and he's doing that again.
0: You know, when you uh, if you ever bother. To spend a little bit of time reading the details of that accident,
1: it's disgusting. It's horrifying, and it's like one of those things. He's so lucky that he's alive. Like so lucky that he's alive. I I, I don't. I would have rather have died, and you know that have gone through all of that. It sounds like some rich guy idiot move. Like oh, I got all this money, and I'm buying one of these like machines. Those those. Those that was the thing that J- Jack Nicholson used, wasn't it in uh, in The Shining? <laughs> <I think so. laughs> yeah, that big giant snow eater, yeah. climber thing. Well, he's gonna be he's gonna be back, and he's gonna be better than ever. Now. I hope so. I think they should write that into the uh, script. Of the uh, of the mayor of Kingstown. Oh, he got run over by a yeah snowplow. By, by a snowplow. Hey, it was at his uh, Utah home. <laughs> Kim Kardashian wore a soft blue gown to her holiday party. Really? Mm-hmm. She must had something to say. Oh my God! The last time I had anything soft and blue was when I tongue teased Ray J's dirty onion ring and gave him Smurfstickles <laughs> in that sex tape you can purchase on UPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Well, so much for that tower of onion rings I was going to order today. Did you ever have a case of the Smurfsticles? No, I have not. Because they're blue, you know. <laughs> uh, Caitlin? When you finish, that's called the Papa Smurf. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. Right. Oh, I never got that down in uh, dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, put... I- <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I once uh, put it in the, mi- the mucus minge. Okay. I had yesterday's slime rib pita pocket sandwich special. Did you ever have slime rib <laughs> no, from yesterday? I, I, I can't say I've ever the ordered that. The au jus that. is
0: delicious. I bet it is. Uh, what are you trying to say? What I'm
1: trying to say is I got sucked up and spun by the pork tornado. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, way, way to close it. It's on. a Hormel. Uh, oh, oh, sponsored yes. by Hormel. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the mel, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> really? That's not where I would have no, Oh, would've, really? No, not oh. for me. Well, I guess we think differently around here, don't we? And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah! Rock 102
0: Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock at 610. And Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: i got to stop starting having conversations two seconds before we yeah, go Yeah, I know,
0: because it sounded like a really interesting story and what I would have had a lot of questions for, but there was seven seconds to go.
1: Well, it's a great story that uh, we can't talk about on the air anyway, so uh, there you go. Uh, your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 35. It's 20 in downtown Springfield.
0: You see, uh, I want to get a, like a read on what you would do in this situation. All right. Okay. I was at a <clears throat> a uh, regionally well-established pharmaceutical chain. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say which one. What does it rhyme with? CBS. All right. And let's just say that I had a prescription that needed to be filled. Uh-huh. Because and I'm only saying this because I was there to fill a prescription. Uh, actually, to to uh, I uh, a prescription I had uh, changed dosages, and uh, so I was there to get a new dosage yeah. of a medication I have been taking for a while. A same medicine, higher dosage, slightly higher dosage. All right. Now I'm not going to say which one it is because you know medical privacy means the world to me. I've never been more private. Yeah. In all of my uh, my many. Uh, you know, physical ailments, whether it be the AFib or the high blood pressure, or uh, you know, any of the the, the low uh, aldosterone levels or the lack of uh, serum potassium in my system, I never talk about that stuff because it's nobody's business but mine.
1: No, we had another guy in here that would tell you exactly where you were. Well, he's out today at the hospital. He's getting something removed from his stomach. <laughs> But we can't say anything about his medical condition. He's going in to have something removed, like a colon polyp. Perhaps. But I don't want to say anything. No, I don't want to.
0: Anyway, I go. Uh, I go to the uh, the pharmacy, and I'm ready to pay. I, I give them my name. I give them my mm-hmm. date of birth. And they what they, is
1: that, by the way? And uh, what is your exact address and it, your mother's maiden name? And uh, uh, well, it's Michael Baxendale,
0: yeah. September fifteenth, nineteen sixty six, and my mother's maiden name is Hafaher. Right. Anyway, so I go and uh, and and the, uh, the, the 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 lady at the counter go gra- you know, grabs it out of the bin, brings it back, and she says, "The pharmacist needs to speak to you about this." Now, this is a pharmacist.
1: This is a pharmacist uh, that I don't really know. Someone
0: who seems to be new at the store.
1: Yeah, that's like getting in trouble at school. The pharmacist would like to speak with you. Like you're going to the principal's office. You know what? It feels just yeah. like that. Yeah. It does. It's like, I didn't do anything wrong,
0: I'm just yeah. minding my own business, trying to get some drugs. Yeah.
1: Cause you know what? The the pharmacist is kind of like the wizard of oz. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain back there. Yeah. yeah. Pay
0: no attention to the fact I'm just, yeah. you know, counting pills with a butter knife. Right. Uh
1: so so the the
0: pharmacist comes over. And again, I, the normal pharmacist who was there was not there this this day. This was a uh, abnormal pharmacist. In a manner of speaking, yes. So uh, she says to me, uh, hello, Mr. Baxendale. Let me ask you a question about uh, this particular pharmaceutical, which I should say she mentions loudly by name.
1: You know, I always, no matter how... Uh, secret that line is that you're in. Mm-hmm. They always speak loud enough for everybody to hear what you're getting anyway. So what's the difference? Now I let's just just for the sake of conversation. Yeah. Let's
0: just say I got a prescription strength midol for my menstrual cramps. I'm Aight? just using it as a hypothetical situation. Okay. Uh let's just say it, it goes like this. Hello, Mr. Baxendale uh, I would like to talk to you about your increased dosage, uh, dosage of Midol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she asks me if I'm experiencing any of these specific side effects. Uh huh. Four or five of them. Yeah. You know, are you having any? Uh, uh. Have are you, you having, having any mood changes? Have, are you, have you having yeah. uh, any blood
1: in your stools?
0: I mean, like
1: uh, in, intense nausea or vomiting? Is this like, uh, like, like this? The symptoms that are on the commercials for the drugs. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you sev- you might suffer severe death and, <laughs> yeah. and convulsions. Yeah. And spitting or your, blood out of your mouth.
0: Your and- lesions by the perineum. Yeah. Like, like the like the grossest things you can imagine. She's asking me in front of everybody in the store. Yeah. Now you ever been to uh, at a CBS around Christmas time? I thought you said CBS. C- ever been to CBS? No. Uh, a- around Christmas time. I try, I try not to do that. If There's I a million own. people yeah. in there buying cards and you know whatnots. You Ax, know, Axe body spray. Axe body spray. You name it. Everyone's there buying the, the Whitman Stamplers. They're all there. Probiotics. So she's she's listing all the things that I might be experiencing loudly in front of fifteen other people. And all I, and, and and I and I just I just completed the sale and walked out all the while thinking I should have said something I should have I should have said I'm not experiencing any of those problems but everybody else here was able to listen to what I'm dealing with yeah that's uh I don't understand this whole HIPAA thing if it's medical privacy then show me a piece of paper with the things that may be concerning to to you but don't announce it to everybody I, mean, I don't want everybody to know what to yeah, my business is. I'm experiencing very difficult menstrual cramps. I don't want the whole the whole store to
1: be in on the on the secret. Hey, listen, you should change pharmacies. You wouldn't get that kind of treatment at a ball peens. I don't know if I would or I wouldn't. I haven't uh, dealt with a ballpains in a good long time. Yeah, they uh they keep their their mouths shut. Uh, Just like a good good pharmacist should, you know what I'm saying? You know
0: what? Everybody is entitled to a certain level of medical privacy, regardless of who it's with, whether it's with a a nurse or uh, a a PA or your primary or anybody. Your pharmacist should also be uh, held to the same standard of medical privacy as everybody else who's dealing with your issues. Yeah. And I just like, this is... This is incredibly uncomfortable. What would would have happened had I been taking a medication with really embarrassing side effects?
1: Yeah, like hallucinations, memory loss, blood clots, compulsive behavior, Stevens-Johnson syndrome. That sounds pretty horrible. Uh, birth defects, and cancer. Anything <laughs> anyone you t-
0: anyone you talk about
1: Stevens-Johnson. <laughs> yeah. What's Stevens-Johnson syndrome? I'm just looking up these uh, random uh, side it's effects. smaller than usual, I believe. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's yeah it is it that looks that- like a penis, only smaller. Uh, oh, that's what I'm suffering from. <laughs> I got the Stevens-Johnson disease. Stevens-Johnson syndrome is a rare serious disorder of the skin and mucous membranes. It's usually a reaction to medication that starts with flu-like symptoms, followed by a painful rash that spreads and blisters. But talk to your doctor if you experience any of these (laughs) particular side effects.
0: Or have a very loud conversation with your pharmacist in front of other people.
1: uh, All right, Mr. Baxendale. Are you having explosive diarrhea right now?
0: Well, explosive? Yeah. thats going to, It really depends on your definition of explosive.
1: Are you experiencing any sexual side effects? Perhaps <laughs> are you, are you not having, being able to perform in the bedroom for your wife? Mr. Baxendale, uh,
0: first of all, hand me your cur- courtesy card for a discount. And uh, are you having uh,
1: less than rigid erections? Th- yes. Is your wife saying... This doesn't really happen to every other guy? <laughs> Is that what's going on with you? <laughs> I mean, I got a right here. I got a right yeah. to not have everybody in the store know what I'm dealing with. All right, here's Mr. Uh, Mike Baxendale with Social Security number 41 That's an extra number in there for some reason. I don't know why. Are you having any uh, testicular inflammation? Yes. Did you? Why is your left te- is your left testicle still swollen like the size of a grapefruit as you put down on here as one of your symptoms, or has this prednisone helped? Yeah. Are you pregnant? Because <laughs> I got a buddy. <laughs> it's
0: six twenty with Bax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred Two.
1: Are you looking for a great job? Rock One
0: Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock at six twenty-five. With Bax and Nagel and Boston at Rock 102.
1: I think uh, Dan Brown or one of them folks over at Western Mass News has the forecast for you. It's going to be pretty chilly the next couple days.
0: days. Uh, Rock 102 and Pump are giving you a chance to hit the slopes this winter. Sign up at rock102.com for your chance to win a pair of lift tickets to an area mountain. It could be Berkshire East, Wachusett, Bolton Valley, uh, Saskadena 6, uh, several others. Uh, we'll choose one winner per week. Your chance to hit the slopes brought to you by Aqua Pump and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Looking uh, possibly snow uh, this weekend. About time. Um, do we well, know how much we're dealing with? I don't know. I just saw this giant like radar thing, and it blankets the entire Northeast. So oh, good, uh, good. maybe we'll get a couple of inches or so. I'd prefer not to. Well, the problem <clears throat> is the ground isn't really frozen yet. We haven't had consistent days of You've of, had like
0: 4 or 5 days of like 45 50 degrees. Yeah,
1: so you're not uh, you're not getting that like snow type of ground that you need to to have it stick for around yeah. for so long. I don't know. It's like yes, I wish there was snow because you're talking about an whole an economy that runs off the fact that we have snowstorms, snowplow drivers, skis, skiers, all that stuff. But on the other hand, I'm kind of digging it, man. I don't yeah, have to I, I don't I, have to dig it, if you know what I'm saying. I know. And yeah. you, I might just let it melt. Uh, you could let it melt. In your mouth or in your hand? On my driveway. Oh, okay. Hey, do you want to laugh?
0: I suppose.
1: All right. <laughs> it's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's classic rock. All right, so a man goes in for his annual prostate exam, right? Yes. And uh, he's uh, he's there standing next to the table, and the doctor walks in and says, Now then, Steve, don't worry if you get an erection during the examination. It's perfectly normal, and it happens all the time. Do not get embarrassed. And uh, the man turns around and goes, uh, Hey, Doc, my name isn't Steve. And the, guy goes, and the doc says, Yeah, I know. I was talking to myself. Ah, ah! Yeah, he, he might get his little jollies off of that with the guy i don't know some dudes are into that kind of thing backs and Nagel in the morning on rock 102 springfield's classic rock
0: it's 6 30 with backs and Nagel on rock 102 it's time for news here's local radio icon steve Nagle. uh thank you
1: backs first uh, newscast of the year how about that i'm uh-huh. excited Uh, Ten people, and we start with horrible news. Ten people are without a home after a fire on Main Street in Indian Orchard on Monday. The fire department said that the fire at 297 Main Street started in the second floor bathroom, but the source is undetermined at this time. There were no injuries. Ten people are being assisted by the Red Cross. The arson and bomb squad is investigating. Well, at least everybody made it out, but, uh, and just five days after Christmas. Or no, seven days after Christmas.
0: Fire in the bathroom, though.
1: Curling iron, Somebody candle, candle. That could can happen. That's a big one too. I worry about that stuff. I'm not a big fa- like I, I like I like burning candles, mm-hmm. but not for very long. Like after like maybe one or two hours, I have to blow the candle out because I'm afraid that the thing will like yeah. overheat and melt, and I'll forget about it, and all of a sudden we'll be out on the streets.
0: You know, we got a very nice gift from the Hawkman. Uh, it was a uh, one of those wax melting things mm-hmm. it, it you know, makes the house smell good without actually burning anything Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got it, and it's actually very nice. It's yes. A very nice gift from the Hawkman. But you still have to plug it in. And Yeah, but it but it, you're not going to burn anything. You might get a wax on something, but you're not going to you know you're not going to spark a fire.
1: No, but anything that's on for an extended period of time plugged in yeah. could overheat and uh True. I'm just kind of trying to be like fire marshal Bill you're like Smokey the Bear. It's just Smokey Bear. There's no the in there. He didn't have a middle name. The is not his middle name. Are you it's sure just about that? Smokey Bear. It's not Smokey the Bear. Huh. I know you're gonna look it up and you're gonna go, you know what, Steve? You're absolutely right. I shouldn't have doubted you for Let's a second. Smoky,
0: Smokey the Bear, Smokey the Bandit. Oh, gee, I- Smokey Bear, you're right. Yeah. I'll be
1: damned. There is no, uh, I would. that was uh, ingrained to our heads when, when Smokey came to visit our school back when I was in third grade. It's not the bear, it's Smokey Bear.
0: Someone's taking his job as Smokey Bear a little too seriously.
1: Yeah. Is it uh, McGruff Crime Dog or is it McGruff The Crime Dog?
0: I think it's The Crime Dog. One
1: of those Mandela effect type of things. Where, where, I haven't seen him in a while either.
0: Apparently he hasn't taken enough, uh, a big enough bite out of crime.
1: Well, maybe he took too many bites out of crime. Or they had to euthanize him because he was just too he was too much.
0: Or due due to budget cuts, he was offered early retirement, and then uh, and that's that.
1: Listen, we gave him a chance when he took the first bite out of crime, but it was the second bite that caused the major injuries. We had to bring him to the shelter and (laughs) euthanize him, and that was his last words. It had to be put down. I'm gonna take a bite out of crime one last time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Route two hundred two in. Well, wait a minute. I, I'm so tired of these 22 News not updating these stories. There was a crash on Granby yesterday, but and the road was closed at 7 a.m. and they said they'll bring it updates. And don't. I don't, I don't think the road is still closed from yesterday morning at uh, at at 7 a.m. It's Granby, though. Yeah, I guess it does take a while for mm-hmm. the uh, horse uh, and carriage to get out there. The the towing horse and carriage. Is that what they send up there? You think Interstate Tow sends out a like an actual horse? Uh, they might. Uh, that, that's way up north.
0: You should see what happens when there's a fire there. They got a whole line of people, you know, handing buckets to each other.
1: Oh, like the Bucket Brigade.
0: It's the Bucket Brigade.
1: Yeah, I was uh, I was once part of those. Really, a Bucket Brigade. Mm. was My first job when I moved to Huntington, I was part of the Bucket Brigade, but it was whiskey. And we were getting everybody (laughs) drunk.
0: (laughs) But you were drinking it by the bucket.
1: Yeah, and there was none left by the time it got to the actual person who needed the whiskey. (laughs) With the calendar turning, many uh, Mm. lucky parents got to welcome their newborns soon after the clock struck midnight. New Year brings in new life, and at around 8 a.m. Monday morning, seven-pound, 11 ounces Hania was born at Bay State Medical Center, and her excited father told... uh, Told, them, told 22 News that no one would forget her birthday. Oh, that's great. Right. Wouldn't it be weird if you did forget her birthday every first I, of the year? I, I, I have a
0: cousin. Uh, actually, my first cousin is a January 1st baby. Yeah. And her sister, who's like a couple years younger, uh, was born on January 2nd. Oh, that's or maybe what, it's the other way around. Either so. way.
1: I saw the story of the twins being one being born at eleven fifty nine and the other one being born at 12.10 or whatever. you know, ten minutes later, the twin comes out, yeah, right, man, that you're gonna hold that over your head for the rest of your life. Yeah,
0: I'm a little bit older than you. Oh. I think I know better,
1: you know, I ran into twins like over like a month ago at a party mm-hmm. and uh they they say they joke. oh yeah I'm older by like six minutes.
2: <laughs> so that
1: causes the sibling rivalry in there. right. Anyway, the Hania, Hania was not the first baby born in 2024 at Bay State Medical Center, but not far off. Hania's father, Mohammed, uh, spoke to 22 News on Zoom where he and his wife, uh, a- Aksa, were swaddling their baby. Wait a minute. How come you couldn't get the, f- the first baby born? It's a good question because somebody got up. Nobody came into 22 News until 5:30 in the morning and said, "Hey, I wonder if anybody... Ba- oh well, those people are done. Done well, with 11:30 News is done. We're done for the day. All right, let's, uh let's let's get let's get a crew down there and see if we can get another baby uh coming out around eight o'clock, and we'll talk. We'll do this story. This is what we saw. Yeah. Oh my God! You should see what we saw. There was afterbirth and everything. The whole birth canal opened, the, opened like, the, like the Lincoln Tunnel. Then the doctor was like, oh, my God, do you want to cut the cord of this guy? And he, he fainted. He had never seen anything like that before. It was crazy. There was blood everywhere. And ice chips yeah. that were never used. The baby was covered with all this white stuff. What is that? Ah, <sighs> uh, Jesus, I don't know. What is that stuff that comes out on the baby? I never knew that. The nougat. A- is it nougat? I believe it is. That, nougat. Is that what yes. it is? Yeah. I, uh, I, I remember the first time seeing that going, what is that?
0: <laughs> it's the beauty of birth.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, I think it was, um, what was his columnist? Dave, Dave something? Dave Barry? Dave Barry yeah. wrote this article years ago that says to know, uh, to watch your child being born is to know the meaning of icky. Because. <laughs> Honestly, it's no, it one is. of the most uh, <clears throat> coolest yet disgusting things you will ever witness in your life, but don't suffer trauma from it. Yeah, you know that's I mean? the weird thing. Well, because it's it's a biological thing. It's You're not supposed to. You know, a-
0: unless you go through like a, unless it's a complication. You know, if it's a complicated birth, you may have some level of, uh, you know, trauma you know yeah. psych deep set psychological trauma yeah but uh yeah it's uh it's funny because yeah i got through uh three deliveries without feeling any pain whatsoever that's
1: wow you know you didn't push you didn't push you didn't have to push that yeah on. but
0: I was, I was coaching i was coaching with my coaching, cup of full
1: of ice chips coaching coaching real hard <laughs> but uh but yeah i uh you know that's it, it was a very weird experience to watch that Mm-hmm. Twice. I oh, watched, yeah. I watched it twice. You got to see, Three you got to, times. You got to see it three times. Three times. But, man, that was, uh, was a lot of... We're going to need a bucket in here. You know, that's kind of how they call the... Yeah.
0: You'll be sleeping in this room tonight. Oh, hell, I
1: will. It. it I mean, but it is pretty we're, amazing gonna, to see. You're going to serve us dinner after that in this same room? What are you having tonight? Calamari. No way. That's exactly what that... Piece that came out afterwards looks like. <laughs> All right, it's Woo! the uh, start of the new year, and with that comes some new laws in Massachusetts. Let's take a look look at each one. Are you ready? Uh huh. The tax relief plan. When Governor Healy took office last year, her administration quickly began uh, working on creating a tax relief plan. A bill was later signed by Healy in October marking the first major tax cuts in the state in more than 20 years. The bill is expected to provide $561 million for tax relief for the fiscal year 2024 and will grow to a total impact of more than $1 billion by 2027. A few of the highlights in the law, a major bump in the child-dependent tax credit, increasing the refundable tax credit for a dependent child from 180 to $310. Yeah, these All kids right. are finally paying off. And then... next year. Wow. And with no child or dependent cap. So you can have 20 babies. Isn't it interesting that we talk
0: about this so soon after talking about the miracle of birth?
1: Well, I got a buddy who's into all this kind of thing. (laughs) In addition, the bill raises the earned income tax credit to lower short-term capital gains taxes and has a number of reforms to increase housing supply And make shelter more affordable. Uh, Also in line, dental insurance reform. In 2022, Massachusetts resident voted in favor of a law relative to regulation of dental insurance, which will regulate dental insurance rates, requiring companies to spend at least 83% of premiums on members' dental expenses and quality improvements instead of using it for administration expenses. It would also require insurancers to refund any excess premium to the customer.
0: I don't, you know, it sounds on the surface like it's good for the consumer. Yeah. But as long as an insurance company is involved in this in some way, shape, or form, I never trust the no. idea that it's going to benefit the consumer.
1: Well, I don't understand. And Marty and I were talking about this last week because we were talking about dental work. And, you know, uh, he said he needs about $20,000 worth of dental work, which isn't really hard to do. When you think about how, like that's like
0: extracting one tooth.
1: One procedure could be like six to seven thousand (laughs) dollars, right? Um, But I, why did have they separated? Why Why has it always been separated? Dental and health insurance, when it's all really intertwined together, because if you let your mouth, if you let it go and infected or something like that, that is.
0: There are certain things that can happen inside your mouth that become medical problems, mm-hmm. require surgeries or infections or you know, whatever it yeah. could be. I mean, then then you've got something that a hospital, a legitimate hospital, has to get involved in. I don't know why they separate it, uh, but it just seems to me that if you're going to have insurance, dental should be a part of it.
1: It should. And I know, like, you know, for little kids, like, dental insurance is part of your health insurance, but I don't know why that changes when they get to a certain age. They get to, like, five years old, and then all of a sudden you got to have them on a policy. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Everything about
0: insurance uh, drives me uh, up a wall. I barely understand any of it.
1: And uh, archery deer and fall wild turkey season has been extended. Thank God. You know, the pioneers who. Made this happen. Uh Good news for Western Mass Hunters. Archery season for deer and wild turkey will now open two weeks earlier in wildlife management zones one through nine. This will align the starting date of the archery season with zones 10 through 14. Uh The archery season typically uh, begins around the first full week of October and ends the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Well, there you go. And what do you do after that? You got to put the uh, the arrows away. You got to put the arrows away. No more quills. Yeah, it's too bad. Is it too bad? Well, I mean, is
0: there some other woodland creature that can die?
1: I'm sure there. are- uh, At my
0: bloodthirsty hands.
1: Well, when I'm when I think of hunters and wild turkey, I think of old men sitting around drinking a bottle of wild turkey.
0: Yeah, that's what I think too. I think about yeah. like going to a packy before you even leave.
1: Yeah. Uh, not you take care of the, you know. What about Parrot Bay uh, season? When is that open? I
0: can't believe we're out here in the woods and you bring a blue nun. Yeah, what is all these?
1: What are other? There's got to be other uh, bird. A Thunderbird. Thunderbird. You know, Captain Morgan was here last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was out here hunting. Dr. McGillicuddy was making sure everybody was feeling good. All of those folks were here enjoying themselves. (laughs) Trying to shoot with a bow and arrow after getting cocked in the middle of the woods.
0: And then Mr. Boston showed up, and no one was really happy with that. Like, really? You
1: you settled with Mr. Boston? Two extra weeks of the season. Yay! We're going to Boston. Mr. Boston. (laughs) Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It's 20 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's yeah. Classic Rock. It's 649 and Jimi Hendrix of Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, sunny with a high of 37 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It's 20 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, if you ever miss
0: any part of the Bax and Nagle show, the daily podcast is brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got you back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Also, check out Baxy's musical podcast this week. Uh, a repost of my interview from august of 2022 with uh, the legendary cheetah chrome the guitar player for the dead boys and it's a hell of a story and a hell of an interview and you can check that out on apple podcast soundcloud <clears throat> spotify and a rock 102.com some really cool things are coming up in the next few weeks so make sure you are listening for
1: all of that uh i was doing a lot of reading over the uh over the break here that we had yeah and um Every once in a while, there's something on Reddit that just like kind of sticks out at you and goes, "Wow, I really wish it, or I'm really glad I don't have this kind of drama in my life." Right? Okay. So this this is uh, from a um, a subreddit called Off My Chest. That's not some like dirty Kim Kardashian thing. No, it's, 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 it's called Off My Chest. It's like you kind of confess something, right? Okay. And uh, this one says, "My first girlfriend is 40 years older than me." His first girlfriend? Yeah. I, a 20 male, am in a relationship with a 62 female who is married. God oh boy. First off, I know this is wrong and very effed up. Why are you doing it, dude? Right? Why are you telling everybody about it? Well, because uh, we've been seeing each other for almost a year now. In the beginning, she just wanted to have an affair, and I wanted to have sex with somebody. Uh, however, as time went by, it got deeper. After the first time she fell in love and so did I. Ah, boy. no you didn't. Yeah, uh I never felt these feelings before for a person so I never knew what to expect. Her husband is abusive towards her and doesn't treat her right. I treat her right. Hmm. Yeah. Um is that what she's telling you? Yeah. That I mean he that if he's he, abusive. He m- might be, you know, he's probably one of like the nicest guy ever. You know. What I mean, mean I, I mean if, even if he is
0: abusive, uh, you know, I mean dude. There's got to be somebody within 10 to 15 years of you rather than 40 years your senior.
1: Ever since the first time she has told me that she's going to divorce him in the new year and uh, come live with me at my apartment, I was so excited because I really did enjoy every moment we spent together. However, as time went on, we had arguments over stupid things. More recently, I've lost so much weight from being stressed out and she constantly talks and shames me for it. Every time she had a problem, I was there to talk her through it, but when I have a problem, she's just not there for me and shuts down and uh, says things like, we're going to end this, which is hard for me to hear because I'm so attached to her at this point. Uh Okay, listen, I understand that uh, when somebody says they're in an abusive relationship, you know, that's a real thing. There's a lot of people who suffer from that. Hell yeah. But when you have behavior like that, where you're, you know, You've you've unloaded all your stuff, mm-hmm. but now the other person is unloading their stuff, and you're just shutting them down. Perhaps maybe the abusive portion has come into play because there's two people who can't really uh, get along with each other to begin with. Right. Yeah, you could look at it from a lot
0: of different ways. Yeah. You know, maybe she's projecting her uh, victimization upon you. Yeah, to somehow, you know, achieve some level of uh, control over your relationship or yeah. or or maybe she's not being abused is just telling you she's being that, abused. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, just you know, for the sake of justifying in her mind why she's having an affair with someone. Who is 40 years younger than she is.
1: I tried to explain to her how it made me feel when she talked about my weight. I know I'm losing a ton of weight. I don't need to be shamed for it, though. Now, just the other day, I told her I don't think she's really going to divorce her husband. And at first, she just denied it over and over again. Then when I started telling her that uh, her talking about my weight makes me feel uncomfortable, she says, yeah, you're right. I was never going to move in with you. I want to live alone. Dude, she's kooky. Yeah. And you know what? You're just dumb. (laughs) <laughs> for being 20 years old thinking that this woman is gonna give you uh, something that you yeah. think you need.
0: It might just be better to move on and try to find someone maybe your own age there's or not, someone closer to it.
1: There's the age difference thing really gets me because I guess you know at a certain point in your life, like I'm 45 now. yeah, Max 10 years either way. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that, that, Like that's, you know, people are adults, you know, over wow. the age of uh, 30, 30, you know, 35, that would be reasonable, but I don't think I could do anything more than that. Because once you get to like 15 years, yeah, you're totally losing something. That's like a whole nother generation of people.
0: So my wife and I, are, uh, there's a 10 year difference. Uh-huh. All right? I'm, I'm 10 years older. That's okay? reasonable.
1: That's a It's, it's a reasonable
0: uh, separation. I agree with you. That, uh, that, that if she were, say, five to ten years younger, let's say there was like a 20-year difference. Yeah. I don't think we'd have much to talk about. That's what I'm getting. Like, there are times when my wife and I, like, I'll bring up like a, I'll bring up a reference that I think is, you know, very uh, appropriate for the conversation. That she has no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Like, for example, I think I brought up something about Gilligan's Island once. And yeah. it was a very apt, very appropriate metaphor Uh, for whatever we were dealing with at the time. I don't know if it was something about the Howells or Ginger, Mary, it could have been the professor. I don't don't even remember. But she didn't understand what I was trying to say because she, I don't think, has ever seen episodes of Gilligan's Island in the way that I have seen and absorbed uh, all the metaphorical appropriate uh, things about that show.
1: But she knows what Gilligan's Island was.
0: Vaguely. I mean, she understands it was a three hour tour. They're on an island for years and years and, yeah. you know, they'd never get off. But uh, she didn't understand what I was trying to tell her because it, it's a 10 year difference. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. You know, l- more than that is beyond a lot. It's a hell of a lot. 20, I, 20 years. It, it, okay, so what am I, 50, uh, 57? Yeah. I can't imagine being with someone who's 37 or 27.
1: Yeah, that's. Am I, I, uh, that's, I, I I'm not ready? Uh, no, because no. you'd have nothing in common, and uh, frankly, that's kind of creepy. It's it, it, there's a creepy level factor to it, Espe- especially especially at this guy, twenty yeah. years old, and she's sixty two. Yeah, I don't, I I don't know. Forty that's, years uh, a lot. That's you're not gonna make it, bro. Like that's just not gonna work out for you.
0: Right. I yeah. mean, by the time he's thirty five.
1: Yeah. I she'll be seventy five. Yeah. I mean seventy yeah. I mean, seven. She may be in danger of breaking a hip. Uh, she's probably already in danger of breaking a hip now.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe with her osteoporosis. I don't know yeah. what kinda of, whether she's taking care of her bone density.
1: Yeah. Although oh, she's
0: taking care of some bone density if you don't know what I'm talking about.
1: You know what, dude? You gotta get you gotta find somebody you're you you got to find somebody at a different life point. <laughs> if you wanna go you know what go go with a younger gal. Uh, one of them gals who just became eligible for a colonoscopy like that's more yeah, just 50 right 50 there. is a yeah. good yeah, No, 45 it's been 40, lowered to 45 absolutely right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah find that makes some, sense yeah you don't you don't want to be going to to gambling night over at Wingate to <laughs> go on a date you know what i mean we're playing pe knuckle oh, that yeah. means two things that's right yeah. listen i think my first colonoscopy brought jenny and i together well, there you go. I think it made us closer. Yeah, you cleaned out. You, you, you got rid of all the excess waste. Oh, sure did, you boy. you started anew. That's
0: it. Yeah. It's <laughs> 657 with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102.
1: When will the snow start? When will it end? Rock And now, it's time for Bax's View from the Couch on Rock 102.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Listen... I don't mean to bore you so soon as the new year, but I think we just have to take a minute to talk about the farcical sham that has become college football. Sure, I can handle something like the Cheez-It Bowl between Tennessee and Iowa with a Cheez-It mascot. I can even handle the winning coach getting a bucket of delicious Cheez-Its dumped on his head. It's all good for business. After all, Cheez-Its are delicious. They're everything a guy could possibly want and a salty, cheesy cracker. Possibly more. But that's not where I got the problem. Of the 40-some-odd college football bowl games that were played over the last few weeks, more than 378 players opted out of playing in those games. Some players chose to sit out based upon how it might affect their position in the NFL draft. Others were attempting to enter into the transfer protocol. In either case, you had some teams attempting to field a team with as many as 20 to 25 players choosing not to participate. Now, next Monday is the CFP National Championship game between number 1 Michigan and number 2 Washington. Next year, the college football playoffs will be expanding from four teams to 12, meaning that you'll now have six high-profile games, all running the risk of having a significant number of players choosing not to play for a national title. Folks... That's not only unfair to the fans, the sponsors, the boosters, the alumni, the coaches, and the colleges and universities involved. It's also unfair to the kids that do want to play in the Cheez-It Bowl, where 25 players sat out. Or the Capital One Orange Bowl, which had 38 players opting not to play. If bowl season is seen as nothing more than an optional interruption, then what's the point of even having it? What's it going to take? new rule changes paychecks lawsuits listen i love the game of college football but like i said i only like it when teams are willing to play them otherwise it's nothing more than a pointless money grab and i'll tell you what if i'm the chief operating officer of the entire cheese cracker empire i'd be on the phone with my stable of money-grubbing attorneys demanding a refund because i just think i got ripped off Hey, and if I my Yappin Sports brought to you my Rocky's Ace Hardware, where would you go for a snow thrower? Personally, I would go to Rocky's. They got Aaron's the King of Snow, Ego, the battery-powered badass plus craftsman. Rocky's Ace Hardware is Winter Storm headquarters before and after the storm And Rocky's, is where you want to go for a good snow thrower. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch.
1: The
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rockets 710 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's uh, going to be sunny with a high of 37 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It's 20 right now in downtown Springfield. Did you uh, did you stay up and watch the ball drop?
0: Dude, let me tell you what I did on New Year's Eve. You're not going to believe this. Right. Okay? First of all, there was a uh, there was a football game on uh, on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, Minnesota. Green Bay wins the game. Great performance! I was uh, in in bed by nine thirty. Didn't watch the second half and out like a light.
1: Yeah, I um, I <laughs> did. <laughs> there, there
0: there were no balls being dropped. There was no, I couldn't. I I can't watch a second of uh, of of. Uh, of uh, Ryan Seacrest, I I can barely uh, sit oh, there and God. watch you know, Andy Cohen and uh, Anderson Cooper get drunk on. I I, I just
1: can't. It doesn't it uh, doesn't do anything for me. Did you see they brought back the alcohol on New Year's? Yeah, that's good.
2: Probably I saw the a whole best.
1: article about that because Don Lemon doesn't work for CNN anymore and he's uh, not getting loose with the lips. If you know what I'm saying, that means two things with Don Lemon. Uh, but loose with the lips. <laughs> with with his drunkenness, yeah, on, on TV. But uh, Anderson Cooper, he brought that right back. Oh yeah, God, that lemon guy has gone now. <laughs> now we can enjoy our cocktails. Yeah,
0: that's right. So he and Andy were enjoying the cocktails and uh, you know uh,
1: having a little uh, dainty yeah. fruity drinks at night, and nothing wrong with that. I um I didn't uh, I didn't have any plans I didn't uh, I didn't plan on doing anything. My oldest daughter uh, wound up having an opportunity to go to New York City, not to Times Square mm-hmm. but uh, but in the city and had a much better time than she would have if she had stayed at home with me. Sure. And then uh, my youngest daughter, uh, I, originally I was going to go, like, maybe we should go up and see the fireworks in Northampton. Because at <clears throat> 6 o'clock at night, they light off fireworks on the top of that parking garage or one of those buildings or something. Right. And then you can see them if you, if you sit up on top of the, the hill where the old hospital was. Yeah. Um, but I, we, we decided not to do that. She wanted to have a friend over so she has a friend over, which is fine by me because th- that's just less entertaining I have to do on a night that uh, I never really had any inkling to be out on a New Year's. I
0: can't remember. <clears throat> I, I can't, can't say I was never out on a New Year's. Of course, I was. I, I went out many, many years in a row. I can't remember the last time I was out yeah. for New Year's because oftentimes it's just us alone. We've had friends over. You know, yeah. like they spent the night on the couch or whatever, and that was, and that was fine. But it's just it doesn't, you know what? January first feels just like December thirty first to me. Yeah, it doesn't m- mean a whole hell of a lot to me.
1: No, it's not really. I mean, you know, you, you kind of start thinking like, hey, maybe I should do this next year instead of not doing this next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, don't. I don't make
0: uh, resolutions. I don't really do that. No, I, I don't. I don't do any of the things that you're
1: supposed to do on uh, on New Year's. You know, in fact, uh I don't uh, I set goals for myself, but I don't do them on the first. Like like I already have goals that are ongoing. Sure. Right now. But I did uh before Christmas finish 52 straight weeks on that Peloton. Really? Yeah. That's so, great. So now I'm on uh, week 54. No, which is a- You're on week 1. Well, how do you how do you do that? Well, because it's a whole brand new year. No, no, the no, brand no, no, new no, no. you. That's not the way they uh, they mark your your uh, challenges and your awards on on Peloton. You know, really? They, yeah. It's uh, it's it's don't it's, you
0: feel kind of uh, I don't know cheated? Yeah, it's a
1: brand new year. It's a brand new you. No, it's uh it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a it's still improving me. Ah, that's yeah. how I like yeah. to look at it. Yeah, you got to look at it the way a life coach would. Mm-hmm. So you can't look at it as uh some amateur who wants to start everything over on January 1st.
0: See, because I've done that. I've said, well, you know, this is the year. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go every week. I'm going to get yeah. pumped up. I'm going to be, you know, ripped. i to be cut like a diamond.
1: And then, like, after three days, I'm like, eh. This is the worst time to go to the gym.
0: Everybody's at the
1: gym. And it's going to be packed in there. Yeah. Anybody who got a brand new gym membership, go ahead. Go, go there, and you realize... How miserable you're going to be with all those other people sitting around there. The time to go is February first. By that point, you've cleared out all the suckers. I mean, there may be some
0: people that uh, will stick to it, but even then, by by March, they're out. You well, start I in mean, February. All of a sudden, you know, now you're you're not waiting for machines. You're not you know you're standing
1: in line. Yeah. I mean, I I really I started doing it last year. I had bought the bike in May of 2022 and didn't really start using it until December of 2022. Mm-hmm. Because I started feeling like I wasn't, I feel like icky. You know, you feel icky because you eat eat a bunch of crap and, you you know, you kind of want to be different. Like, I don't want to live that way. So I I started that journey, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's my Peloton journey. That's, that's like one of those <laughs> douchey things yeah, yeah, that you hear yeah, people you, say.
0: Yeah, you mean the the bike that stays yeah. in your house and doesn't move forward? Yeah, you're, that's a hell of a journey.
1: So, I, so I set other goals for myself. Like this year, my goal is to to ride in that uh, that ride to remember. Like I want to actually get an actual bike and 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 complete that because I can do. Yeah. I can do fifty miles on the Peloton, but you're not going anywhere. You're not seeing anything. Don't you want to be out?
0: Well, you're you're seeing that one lady that's helping you, uh, helping to motivate you.
1: One more juicy push, love. One more.
0: I don't like the term "juicy push" when it comes to uh, exercise. When that, you that a, sounds yeah. to me like
1: uh, like a, I'm gonna
0: need a full change of clothing by the end of this.
1: Wait, wait till you have a hot British broad saying that to you, who's looking fine in her uh, little outfit. Yeah, I so don't. Uh, I don't
0: think that would be enough.
1: You don't think that's enough I, for you? I, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. So anyway, that that, that I really did, I didn't have any plans. I wasn't planning on 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 doing anything. And my kid had a friend over, so like I'm just sitting on the couch, you know, yeah, not doing anything. I fall asleep by like nine.
0: See this? That's yeah.
1: I knew that was going to
0: happen for me because earlier in the day mm-hmm. I, I drove my daughter to uh, Rhode Island. Yeah. So I I drove her to Rhode Island, dropped her off, and turned around, and drove all the way back.
1: She has no connection to Rhode Island. You just dropped her off there. Yeah,
0: she wanted to go and I said, Okay, well here's right. here's a state line. Yeah.
1: Where yeah. You're you're right here, right over on one forty six. Sorry, you gotta turn around and go home now. It was nice seeing you this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, let, let me know if you make it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, I was like, you know,
0: driving for like three and a half hours. Yeah, it's like uh, that's not a, that's not like no, but it's enough to tire you tire you out. It's like you don't when you get yeah, you back home do after, you don't want to do anything.
1: I know. I was reorganizing some stuff around the house most of the day. I didn't really feel like doing anything either. So yeah. I, I I I fall asleep on the couch and then I'm woken up like at like ten thirty by m- my daughter and her friend. Which this was great too, by the way. <clears throat> when when kids start the sentence with we have something that might sound a little shady to ask you. Oh boy! And I said, "Well, you have the floor. By all means, yeah, go let, ahead, because our- I really want to know what this is about." And like, uh, can we go for a walk? And I go, "What? A what do you mean, walk? a walk? Like, like outside the is house?" It, is it uh, I said, "Where?" I I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Where Where are you going at ten thirty at night? Where would you go? Where would two 12-year-olds go at 10.30 at night? I don't know. And, uh, and oh, you know, just uh, take a walk down the town. Well It's like a mile and a half away. I'm like, nice try, but you're not getting out of the house. You're not walking away from this house you at 10.30 your kids wa- at night.
0: And you don't want your kids walking in a street in a town with no sidewalks on New Year's no, Eve. We, we, have si-
1: we have sidewalks.
0: On, what, four-year streets? Four of the 10 streets in the well, entire town, the, the
1: main road has a sidewalk that stretches all the way from the school to the center of town, even still, like you know, exactly. Like, there's too many drunken morons out there. That's it. That, that was my point. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, not not worried about being kidnapped or anything, but uh, mm-hmm. drunk drivers are really the danger out there at night. But I'm like, no, what What are you out of your mind? I'm not, you're not going outside at 1030. and I'm like, good try, though. <laughs> Good try. Ten thirty at night. I have to applaud your Moxie kid, but nope, you're staying inside the house. And uh so then I, I kind of fell back asleep a little bit after that, but then I was up at eleven forty-five yeah. uh waiting for the ball to, and watching Ryan Seacrest make a complete jerk out of himself. I don't understand I I, I know I should be happy for other successes, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't see the appeal at this guy. I don't see the why he's gonna be the new versatile host of everything. He's the new Dick Clark.
0: For a while, and when we were young, Dick Clark was the producer of everything. Was Dick a douche, too? I don't know if Dick was a douche. I mean, uh, Dick had his moments, but you know, Dick would find himself in all kinds of spots on television, you know, not just uh, the New Year's Rock and Eve, but also, $10,000 pyramid, and then you still had American Bandstand. Plus, yeah. he had uh, you know, it was the, uh, the follow-ups, bleeps, and blunders. He was in, involved in that. He was involved in everything. Yeah, it was. And, a- and, and, and now, Seacrest has basically aped his entire career, taking
1: over for, like the entire empire. I just I don't understand the appeal of this guy being the spokesperson for all that stuff. He's no, I not- agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: But yet, he is, and people watch it. Yeah, and people are
1: mesmerized by him. I turned around to my kid and I said, "This guy shouldn't be out past ten thirty at night. <laughs> <laughs> he should be in bed just like everybody yeah. else."
0: I, I I don't know. Just, that's one of those things that uh, that uh, always confounds me. Like so, where, what is the appeal with this guy? What is he doing that's so, so special?
1: I don't know. We watched the uh, we watched the thing, and then uh, that was it. That you know, everybody goes to bed at that point. And that was the end of the night. There was nothing special or, or anything about it.
0: Well, I mean, I, like in years past, I would like uh, I like cook a big, big meal or yeah. something like that. Like I didn't even feel like doing that this time. I it's thought like, about
1: that, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't do it.
0: Yeah, like the last couple of years, I make like a prime rib. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing that. First of all, the, the the price of prime rib is ridiculous, and then secondly, I, I've been on the
1: road for a half the day. I don't want to do that. I did a prime rib for Christmas on the smoker. And game changer, dude. I would I'll never cook <clears throat> another roast in the oven again, as long as I have a smoker available. Cause it was so good. How big was the roast? It was ten pounds. How much you how much you pay? Uh it wasn't uh it wasn't that bad. It was probably uh hundred bucks? Yeah, about right around there. Mm, Not right. bad. I
0: don't know, man. I just uh <sighs> the way prices are right now I'm, I'm I'm too cheap I'm too lazy I'm too old to be doing all the things that I used to do when I was young and stupid yeah like what like getting drunk and going to parties and then uh, leaving one party to go to a later a, a party that's well, later I, at night and, and then it, you know it,
1: hanging out with my, with my no good friends and the other thing that uh, turns me off from going out is all the drunk people that are out on the road. Like, yeah, there's there's things to do on New Year's Eve. There's plenty of stuff. But do you really want to be out driving home, Yeah. sober, waiting you know, for some drunk to come hit you? You know what uh, age has done to me? This is a really kind of a weird
0: type of thing. Because I used to be that guy. Going out. Going yeah. out and yeah, having a couple and, uh, you know. Uh, Ripping it up till midnight. Ri- yes, that yeah. used to be what I would do. That was like part of my, uh, that was part of my... Uh, pastiche. Uh, I don't like hanging out with drunk people anymore. I don't I don't really, uh, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that's hanging out with the, with that guy. I, just, I'm, I feel like I'm done. If I'm going to have a drink, I may have one,
1: but it's one and done, and that's it. Oh, see, I brought this bottle of vodka for you and I had to finish this morning, and uh, I guess you're not into it, so <laughs> what am I supposed to do with it? drinking by myself,
0: uh, or uh, you wait until the next time Marty's here. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a nice little
1: basket of cheer for the morning radio show. There
0: you have it. Well, there you go. It's 723 on Rock 102.
1: Springfield's Classic Rock is everywhere.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 728. And Alice Cooper with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Dan Brown will give you the forecast or... Whoever is over at Western Mass News today, I don't know. I don't pay attention to. <laughs> yeah, and <no>, I
0: understand. <laughs> yeah. I totally get it. Um, so I'm in away for a week, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, you didn't, didn't miss anything. I didn't. I, I, that's what I hear. I didn't. Uh, it didn't sound like there was much going on around the building. Like everybody was gone.
1: You missed me having the stomach flu. That was uh, disgusting.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. I, had... I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. I wasn't a part of that.
1: No, I. Uh, it was. Just, it came on uh, like a storm. mm Hmm. And then uh, left like a lamb, or how's that? Uh, it's like March. What is it? In uh, like a lion, out like a lamb. Something like that. Yeah. It was in like a lion who then uh, stabbed another lion. And now then was this? It was like a, a sword fight in my stomach, and sure. uh, and then that was it.
0: So this is like a, like something that was going around the house, or uh, or what? Yeah,
1: yeah I, uh, yeah. I guess we all got a little turn of it. Uh, no, I nothing. Don't know.
0: Nothing worse than the the puke bug. Was the puke bug? Yeah, puking. Yeah, yep. Really. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, I don't like that. No, it was not fun, and I'm glad. I i glad I left that last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Not carried that into the new year.
0: Yeah. There's nothing worse than being sick around the holidays. No. That Jesus wouldn't have wanted it. No, that way. he
1: would have not. You don't think. Uh, you don't think any one of them uh, them people back in the Jesus days. You know, had some sort of like stomach flu. I'm sure they did around the time of the birth of the baby Jesus. Of you course, one of the wise men. You think maybe the wise men didn't get there until the sixth
0: because one of them was like suffering from you know dysentery yeah, or something yeah, like
1: that. Yeah, yeah had had some right. sort of disease. Yeah, and all they had was myrrh. Well, what are you going to do with myrrh? You Not going can to do very uh, much. Can't uh, heal diseases with this. What is that anyway? Is it like a like a scent? What no,
0: is myrrh is a um. <clears throat> this the, this kind of shows you. Yeah, I mean, listen. There are some things that are good for kids as gifts and some things that just make no sense. right. Myrrh makes no sense. Myrrh is a type of gum that is used in preserving bodies after funerals. So is that something you want to give to a kid? myrrh I mean they they use it in like death rituals. Talk, I mean
1: it's talk about setting a kid up for no kid.
0: No kidding! I mean, at least uh, you know, me yeah. some toys or something. Yeah, you're gonna need
1: this about 33 years from now.
0: I mean, wouldn't it, I mean the whole yeah. Bible would have been so different had the baby Jesus received uh, gold, frankincense, mm-hmm. and rock'em sock'em robots. Yeah, that would have been. Uh, that's a good gift he for a was kid.
1: Too young to have rock'em rock Sockem robots. He would have grown into it. You know what? A uh, a chariot power wheels. You know. One that looked just like the how they yeah. how they did all, right.
0: all that stuff with the with the oh yeah with yeah. power wheels yeah, yeah. right yeah. yeah that would have been awesome but uh, not the case not the case and here we are with myrr rock'em sock'em robots would have had a like a whole a whole section in the Bible
1: I can't believe that that's what that is myrrh
0: yeah that's look it up that's what it is it's Man. like a it's like a gum it's like a like a sticky Substance you would use to prepare bodies for funerals.
1: Wait, and you know the weirdest thing was it wasn't on the registry.
0: No, like we would never the,
1: put. You yeah. would never
0: put that on a registry, even for like a bridal registry.
1: Yeah, we uh, need
0: new sheets. We need uh, some flatware. And oh, by the way,
1: yeah, we're really looking for some myrrh. Yeah, no, no, nobody said that. They were like, they I, listen. We sp- We didn't say myrrh. Well the one thing we still had on there was that crank. That crank swing. You don't think baby Jesus is in a crank swing? Yeah. Try to keep him busy while uh, Mary's off doing her thing? What was her thing?
0: (laughs) You know, absolving sins. Yeah. That kind of thing. I'm the chosen one. It's 732 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Now. 734. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local Radio Y Steve Nagel.
1: Thank you, Bax.
0: You're welcome,
1: Steve. Uh, city leaders in Springfield called for a year of working together while recognizing the diversity that most said makes the city great during Monday's inauguration ceremonies. Dom Dom was sworn into his uh, record sixth term with two new and 11 incumbent city councilors And on a New Year's Day inauguration at Springfield Symphony Hall, the event was followed by the city council officially convening to officially elect Michael Fenton as president and Melvin Edwards as vice president. Unlike the informal vote taken two weeks ago, which sparked a debate and discord, the discussion was quick and cordial and the proposals passed 12 to nothing with uh, one member absent. Uh, After being sworn in by retired Judge Mary Hurley, who joked that she taught Sarno everything he knows since he worked as her aide while she served as as the city's mayor from 1989 to 1992. Sarno thanked his wife, two daughters, and other family members, city counselors, his staff, friends, and supporters. He dedicated this term to his parents, Clara and Alfonso, who died in 2018 and 2020.
0: Uh, Excuse me. No mention of the Bax and Nagel show?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, what was that all about? I mean, yeah, the,
0: you know, the mayor can do whatever the hell he wants, but, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: nothing? Yeah, I thought this guy had a little bit more integrity to uh, mention uh, the two people that uh, carry him through each election.
0: I know some mayoral candidates would have mentioned us by name.
1: Yeah, you know what? He already got the job now. He doesn't care about us anymore. That's what it is. <laughs> Those two knuckleheads over there 102. what Whatever. Who needs them now? So, yeah. I'm at six terms. Yeah. We're, we're sixth term. I'm going to go to the full term, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we're we're going to get out of this. Uh, the event was followed by the city council official convening to officially elect Michael Fenton as president. Uh, I already read that part. Uh, well Sarno talked about many achievements that his administration has made over the past 16 years, <clears throat> he said there is much more to do in his next term, and he is energetic and ready to get to work. And he goes on to talk about all the things that he wants to do, and yada, yada, yada. They had some cake, and that was the end of it. Did he have uh, a ball? Was there a a mayoral ball? Doesn't sound like there was a mayoral ball. It just sounds like there was an inauguration, and that's it. Well, you got to have inaugural balls. I don't think I've ever heard of the Springfield Mayoral, mayoral ball. Have they ever had one? When Judy Matt was in here last time, didn't she say something about the balls? I think she was talking about the Bright Knights ball, but I don't think there was a... I thought there was a ball. I don't know. I was uh, too busy stuffing my face with the ribs that Judy Matt brought in here to pay attention to whether there was balls going on.
0: I put my rib down long enough to hear her talk about balls.
1: Uh, the city's most violent year in recent history began on New Year's Day. Justino uh, Biggio was shot in the doorway of an apartment on Allen Street. He was 37 years old. Police be- believe Biggio was the antagonist in a standoff when two men pulled guns on each other during a domestic dispute. Biggio was killed. Investigators have not publicly named Biggio's alleged killer because it remains under investigation a year later as a justifiable homicide. It was not, uh, police believe, your average murder. But nothing was average about the city's number of homicides in 2023, ending with an all-time high of 31 by December 4th. Wow. On that day, Billy Spivy Jr., 44, was killed in a drive-by shooting outside of 19 Arbemarle Street. No arrests have been made in connection with that shooting, but uh, detectives have made 16 in connection with the city's burst of homicides this year, or 2023. Investigators and uh, city officials show frustration when asked why 2023 saw so many homicides. Why? I've said repeatedly, I just don't have an answer as to why, except that far too many people have guns these days. People just like to shoot people. My job is to solve murders. The starting points are way, way before I get there. That's according to uh, Captain Trent Duda, who is working
0: all the Duda Duda Day. Day.
1: By comparison, Boston had 33 homicides. Wait a minute. We were just under Boston? Yeah. Two under Boston, you're talking about how many millions of people live in the city of Boston? Uh quite a few. 2-3 million people? Well, in the city, I think it's 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 far it's less
0: than a million in Boston proper. Right. But nevertheless, but it's still, that's like three or four or five times bigger than Springfield. Yeah.
1: Gun violence in the city of Holmes uh 2023 claimed the lives of 28 men, two women and a child just one in, one of c- the city's homicides was an alleged stabbing on Euclid Avenue when a 49-year-old Daniel Medina was killed by roommate Robert Woods. Uh, Woods was arrested July 27th and charged with murder. The median, median age of the dead is 33. The oldest victim was Elias Cruz at 56. Killed as he allegedly tried to rob a city shop owner arriving home on Commonwealth Avenue on July 7th. His killer, who defended himself and shot Cruz with his own gun, has not been identified. That has also been tentatively rude as a justifiable homicide. By police, pending formal ruling by the Hamden DA's office. So, really, there was only one of those that was <clears throat> supposedly justifiable. Yeah, being, but, being a home invasion uh, type yeah, of situation. But when you got you know,
0: thirty-one. We, we, that's that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's pretty eye-opening uh, when you have that high of a percentage versus what a city of Boston would have.
0: So here's here's the problem. Uh, And in in all seriousness, because we have heard time and time again from Springfield police, certain uh, politicians in Springfield who will remain unnamed that the problem they have is a lot of people being released from jail, uh, committing greater, you know, worse crimes. And that's why the inflated murder numbers. But Boston has the same amount of numbers and are under the same laws as Springfield. Yeah, you know the same, you know the same laws that uh, that govern bail and you know recidivism and and on all of these things. I mean, all
1: Boston has the yeah, same stuff. Th- it's a statewide thing, so there are people probably being let out in Boston yeah. that are repeat offenders. But it doesn't seem to have the same oomph that it does around here with the people getting released and committing offenses again.
0: I just don't understand why the numbers in Springfield are equal to the numbers in Boston. Yeah. Proportionally speaking,
1: that's a hell of a that's a that's a hell of a lot. That's a pretty big percentage of homicides versus what Boston is dealing with. I don't know. Well, it's a mystery, Bad. Yeah, oh, sure knows. is, Steve. I, don't I, have wish answers. I, had, I wish I had all the answers, I got but no I answers. A uh, 16-year-old who was flying alone for the first time boarded the wrong Frontier Airlines flight and wound up in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Ah, boy. Well, I guess if you're going to go somewhere. Where was he supposed to go? Uh, Cleveland. <laughs> he made a better choice. <laughs> the airline said in a statement to the media the teen had intended to fly from Tampa to Cleveland on December 22nd. The confusion was understandable. Both flights took off from the same gate with the flight to Puerto Rico taking off first. Frontier has extended its sincere apologies to the family for the error, Jennifer De La Cruz, Frontier Director of Corporate Communications said in a statement. Ryan Lose, his name is Lose, the father of the 16-year-old uh, Logan said his son was nervous before his flight by himself to spend Christmas with his mother even though he and his current wife tried to talk him through the procedures. Logan Lose uh, told his father that uh, by the time he got to the gate they were already boarding. Ryan Lewis said uh, also also said the crew on the flight to Puerto Rico didn't scan his son's boarding pass. Logan said they just glanced at it and said, yep, you're on this flight, and then he boarded. Uh, he said they knew something had gone wrong when the teen's mother called to say he had boarded his flight at 8.30 p.m., which was way too early. Mm-hmm. Ryan Luz uh, told CNN the family realized he had gotten on the wrong plane at the right gate when his 9-year-old son noticed that a flight to Puerto Rico was scheduled to leave from that gate around that time. The family tried to warn the teen he was on the wrong plane, but their calls to him went to voicemail. Ryan Luz said they uh, called the airlines to warn him his son was on the wrong plane, and Frontier confirmed that he was on the wrong flight and they'd look out for him. When Logan uh, Luz eventually landed in Puerto Rico, he texted his family about the error. Frontier Airlines said Logan Luz was immediately flown back to Tampa Mm -hmm. on the same aircraft and accommodated on a flight to Cleveland the following day. You could have been in Cleveland in two hours. Yeah. And now you gotta wait a whole damn day because you screwed up.
0: Listen, I've been to Cleveland, and uh, you know a lot of what you hear about Cleveland is partially true. Uh, but Cleveland in January, the average temperature is about thirty-five degrees. The average temperature in San Juan, Puerto Rico, yeah, eighty-four. Loads yeah. more beachfront, great uh, scenery, lots of lots to do in Cleveland. You know what they got? Ah. They got a great lake, and it's polluted. And you can't swim in it. And it used to be set on fire. That's yeah. the kind of town you're talking about. But
1: you got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right nearby. Ah, please. This is a failure in like so many different aspects of flying. Not only did they not scan the the boarding pass, but when was the last time you flew? When was the last time you went on? A uh,
0: the last. Uh, it was over the summer.
1: Okay. Yeah. Was it a full flight? It was a full flight. yeah, yeah mo- most of the flights now are full because they have they have they they, diver- they, over, they
0: overbook all, they, all these flights.
1: They overbooked them and they've changed a lot of the schedules. So you know people who used to fly out of Bradley direct now can't fly direct. they're flying to a different hub where most of the other people are. So a lot of these flights are full when they when they go out. yeah they have to account for every person on the thing. Now I don't know how flight the full was from this city to um, from Tampa to Puerto Rico. Nobody does a head count. They're, that's Wait, what they're doing when they're walking down know. the aisles. They're making sure that they got oh, 54 people. This is fifty four people scanned in. This is the how many people got. Uh, I mean, you know, onto the, this. the the
0: FAA requires flights to to to, to keep track of yeah. every individual on the plane, right? In case something terrible goes on, you've got the list of everybody who's uh, on the
1: plane. I talked about this last year about uh, when we were coming back from, from Hilton Head out of Savannah, and the, the, they couldn't take off because there was an extra person on the plane. Like, they realized, like, wait a minute, we only counted X amount of people for seats. Yeah. It turns out it was a lady who was supposed to have the kid in her lap just used the seat next to her oh. to put the thing so they didn't count. Right. You know, they weren't counting that person as a as a – they were counting the person as a ticketed passenger, but they weren't. They were just a, a yeah. carry-on.
0: <laughs> then you stow the child in the overhead compartment or in the seat below. You ever, you
1: ever wonder about the safety of that one? Of like Everybody else is like, oh, put your seatbelts on, make sure your tray table's in your upright position, but make sure that fragile baby is sitting right on your lap in case we <laughs> crash into something. The baby will safely float yeah. through the air.
0: Yeah, because your arm should certainly be able to hold that baby in place in case of a water landing.
1: I never understood that whole lap I, I, child. Yeah, but you, but you, yeah, he,
0: would you charge a two-year-old the same
1: price as a no, full ticket? No, but that's the point. You know, but I don't. The, just the safety feature alone. Oh, I know. You, know. you talk about all the other safety features on an airplane. The one thing you can do is carry a child in your lap that's unrestrained, encased. You know, like I said, uh, they float through the air like little angels. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, they're projectiles. Oh, it's my new airbag. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it. Think about yeah, how, like, I how it's, it's, inherently this. dangerous that is. Of course it is. But, hey, it's a free ticket. That's basically yeah. it. These little stowaways. <laughs> Running it for everybody. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It's 20 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. oh yeah. Metro. Rock
0: 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 754 and rush with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Your uh, forecast today, uh, going to be looking like sunny with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It is 19 right now in downtown Springfield. No. What? No, I got nothing. Oh, I got something. The so Friday night, I go out. Uh, a friend invited me over to uh, to his house uh, to have a little like you know, holiday party. I guess, I sure. guess if you will. And um, he uh, really nice house, and he takes me downstairs and he shows me this bar that he that he that he built. You know kind of this is
0: this, the, is this the, the part where he ties you up and it takes like a like a like a search party to get you out of the basement I was
1: hoping that was gonna happen but that didn't that didn't happen but uh it was gr- great night a lots, lots of lots of great people there uh, nice conversations mm-hmm. uh, probably stuck right there for about you know probably three and a half four hours or so That's and, kind of overstaying uh, your welcome don't you think no actually there was quite a few people there oh was, okay uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good it was a good time it was a good time but uh, when he was showing me uh, this basement it's an older house so the ceilings are pretty low when you get to the basement part, right? And then uh, he had warned me, hey, "You're a tall guy," because he's a tall guy. He's a tall guy. And uh, and then I go downstairs, and he's like, "Watch your watch your head uh, on the on the bulkhead thing," you know, up above. Yeah. And I said, "Okay." So then uh, I again when I, I go upstairs, and then I come back downstairs, and as soon as I come back downstairs. Hey, here we go. I hit my head right, right against oh, the, the very thing that he told me to watch. You know, mm-hmm. It didn't hurt. I didn't hit it that hard. I really just kind of scraped it. Yeah. So then I, like, start talking to this group of people, and uh, you know, because they had all seen me just do that. Right. And then all of a sudden, this one guy goes, oh, my God. And he looks at my head. My head's, like, bleeding. Yeah. So then I had to get, like, paper towels and then, like... You know, put it up, put the paper towel to try to stop the bleeding from happening. Uh-huh. And, and, it, and head wounds are like, they're so, they they bleed a lot, even though you didn't do anything to
0: yeah. it. You've, uh, you've knocked that coconut around in the past quite a lot, uh, head wound Harry.
1: Uh, well, I feel like Tommy boy. You know, like ah, oh, son of a—that's gonna leave a mark. You know, every time I do that, that's that's what I act like. And, and but here I am, like holding my, you know, holding my hand <laughs> to my head. It, it, it's like one of the, you know, then I go upstairs to try to like clean this up. And luckily, there was this woman there who was. Uh, she announces herself that she's a PA. Okay. At a, at a hospital, and uh, she can help, which is great. Well, actually, she didn't even. She didn't even say she can help. She just started helping like a first responder would. Of like, course. let's take a look at that thing and you know cleaned it up for me uh-huh. and, and you know, had me uh, put a compress on it and and things like that. And I and all I said was. You know what? All I can think of right now is Dana Carvey as Harry. That's, that's, that's like, oh, yeah. Edwin Harris. call you know, it Edwin Harris. and then she's like, I remember that. The we, dog jumps on his on his lap, yeah, starts licking like, his head. Oh, he must smell my dog. <laughs> or he's or he, when he lays, he's like, oh, I'm feeling a little lightheaded, and he lays down on the couch next to the cocktail sauce and accidentally dips the head into the <laughs> cocktail sauce. Like that's that's kind of how I felt like. I, I was uh, and I'm like oh, I I really I really shouldn't I really should pay more attention to what yeah I'm doing yeah
0: here. but especially since you were you know given those directions ahead of time
1: yeah what well, yeah you, watch your head well you can tell me that huh? you know I used to hit my head all the time my my late wife had the we we had a kitchen we had our kitchen redone yeah and then uh, all of a sudden above the trash can was now a cabinet and without fail at least once a week. I would go to throw something in the trash can, forget that the cabinet was there. I have little dents. Yeah. Like all up and if you really like kind of looked at my bald head, you'd see a lot of little dents in there from me being a dumbass (laughs) by not paying attention to what I'm doing. And I told you this. Yeah. I'm going to die of something stupid. Oh, yeah. And it's probably going to be something like that.
0: Well, hopefully, hopefully there'll always be a good story to tell. Yeah, you know, he died, but you're, gonna, you're not going to believe what he what not, happened. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I,
1: like that's the legacy I want to leave. At least have a good, uf effed up story yeah. uh, as your demise.
0: As long as people start laughing at the ridiculousness of your own death, I think yeah. that's perfectly acceptable.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, like, I didn't want to die from like uh, you know being uh, being too big. You know what I mean? Being too big of yeah. a guy. You like, don't want I, a depressing death story. Yeah, I don't want. Uh, I don't want to die because i ate too many ding-dongs that means two things (laughs) (laughs) it's 759 rock 102 tickets are scanned up and now it's time for Bax's view from the couch on rock 102 hey good morning
0: sports fans how the heck are you folks listen I've been away for a while, enjoying myself in a much-needed le- vacation far away from the bright, bright lights of regional notoriety. And while there are many sports stories to have chosen this morning, such as the trade that sent Chris Sale to the Braves for Vaughn Grissom, or perhaps the fact that the Celtics are on a six-game winning streak, or perhaps I could have spent a moment or two talking about the first 20 minutes of that god-awful Patriots game from Sunday against Buffalo. Instead, I have chosen to focus my attention on something completely different. Today, I would like to focus on the Detroit Pistons the very worst team in the NBA. On Saturday, the Pistons ended their the longest losing streak in NBA history by beating the Toronto Raptors 129 to 127, thereby ending their record-setting losing streak at 28 games. And of course, that came just one game after almost beating the Celtics about a week ago last Monday where they eventually lost 128 to 122. Now, you might wonder what it must feel like to lose 28 games in a row in today's NBA. And I'm not so sure I've got an answer for that, other than to share my own background with brief periods of professional futility. But I will spare you that sort of nightmarish narrative. What I can tell you is that probably didn't feel too good, but in winning a game on Saturday and ending the longest losing streak in NBA history, you might think this would spark a fire under their butt cheeks and lead them to winning Morgan just one game in a row. Well, sadly, the Pistons are already off to their next losing streak, having gotten blown out by the Houston Rockets yesterday, 136-113. to Now, that's the Pistons team that I love. A team that doesn't get greedy. A team that doesn't let the relief of victory change what they do. They're a team that's out to give you some of the worst basketball you've ever seen, provided at a level of inferiority at historic levels. The only question now is, how long is this losing streak going to go? They're certainly not going to face the Celtics again until March 18th, so theoretically they could have lost another 35 games in a row by then. Now that would be something to really start talking about. Let's just hope they don't show any level of improvement until then, because another losing streak is all any of us really want to see. Hey, you never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, some people wait until after the big storm, the first big storm, to find out they need things like a bag of ice melt or a new snow shovel. Some people go to Rockies, so when the storm hits, they're ready. What kind of person are you going to be? Winter Storm Headquarters before and after the storm? That's Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch.
1: Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic of Rock. It's 8:12 and sticks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Going to be sunny today with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It's 19 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, you know, there's <clears throat> supposed to be some snow this weekend. And I was looking at Dave Hayes, the weather nut, because he seems to be a tad more accurate than some of the other forecasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at maybe 3 to, three to 5 inches. it could be more than that, depending on, you know, obviously we won't know until this isn't supposed to start until Saturday night, Sunday morning.
0: See, uh, if it's three to five, I'm going to lean towards the three. Yeah. I prefer three over five. Mathematically, it just works out uh, better for me. Yeah. Uh, Because what I like to do, if it's only three inches, is not... uh, Shovel the driveway, but just yeah. literally just drive over it and and wait for nature to take its course for the thaw.
1: Yeah, I guess you you could do that. Yeah,
0: that's that's probably what I am going to do.
1: Uh, but we we could see some significant uh, weather uh, yeah, going on yeah. like that. Uh, mm. Things you got to look out for: uh, deep fake videos. That's because of this AI thing. Fake or throat. No, those you can still find and are perfectly legitimate oh, okay. uh, on uh, any number of different uh, adult websites. Gotcha. But I'm talking about deep fake videos. To spot a deep fake video, look out for distorted images, speech that does not match the movement of the speaker's lips, and claims that are too good to be true. Tech experts offered these tips as they called for more education to detect fake videos made using AI after several deep fakes surfaced in December. That involve public figures like Prime Minister Lee Looeng of uh, oh, I don't know where that was of Singapore. Uh, Prime Minister Lee on December 29th warned the public in a Facebook post not to respond to a scam video on investments or giveaways after a deep fake video of him purportedly promoting an investment service. It is not known who was involved in the misinformation campaign. <laughs> Deputy Prime Minister Lawrence Wong, whose appearance has also been used to promote investment scams alerted the public on December 11th of deep fake posts spreading misinformation that the authorities were planning a circuit breaker amid a spike in COVID-19 cases the likeness of Mr Ho, uh, of I'm sorry the likeness of Ms Ho Ching PM Lee's wife and former Temasek chief executive was also manipulated by fraudsters in another investment video that surfaced in December. The video circulated as an advertisement on YouTube which plays before users can view the videos they have selected. It's not known who uploaded the false ad. A spokesman for Google, which runs YouTube, (laughs) said it was taken down and flagged and determined uh, and terminated, I'm sorry, the associated channel. Which uh, Which is all good and fine, but that just means that there really is no way to police these things until it's brought to somebody's attention. Where you get these things being rolled out, yeah, and then somebody says, "Hey, YouTube, this this is fake." And how long? How far has it spread? And how many people got scammed before you realize? Well, hey. that's
0: that's kind of the problem with you know things like social media, YouTube. There's so much content there, yeah, that they can't possibly police everything that goes on. So if you see something, that you have to question yeah it's really okay for you to just you know hit a couple of keystrokes to complain and say there's something wrong here it There's something
1: very wrong here you know uh because a I, lot
0: of a lot of people will just kind of like you know bypass it and not even mm-hmm. think twice about it but you know, if you complain about it if you see mm-hmm. something say something even youtube you will take that stuff seriously, but they yeah. can't possibly... Police it all. You no, it's a po- the,
1: the amount so, of content that gets posted every hour of every day, please. So I saw something like this, I don't know, probably about a month ago, and it was Warren Buffett. And it was Warren Buffett telling people, you know, you want to get in on this Bitcoin thing. And you could tell, like I'm just watching the video going, this isn't... This, he would never say that. He would never say something like mm-hmm. that. Warren Buffett doesn't give like financial advice to people. Well, he might give it to people that he is in the know, but he's not going to give public financial information telling you to go dump your money into Bitcoin. It just doesn't, no, doesn't add up right. right. But I, but you could tell by looking at the video, like I, I kind of pride myself knowing <laughs> that I can kind of pick these things apart, going, well, that doesn't even look real. It looks pretty edited and yeah. it looks... Uh,
0: but the average uh, dope out there... It doesn't necessarily pay that close of attention to, uh, you know, the video or, you know, anything that might be suspicious in any way. So if they have Warren Buffett telling you to drop a bunch of money into Bitcoin. Yeah. And you don't know any better. Yeah. Uh, I, I I can either think you're just going to do it, or you're going to have to wonder. Well, who who is that Warren Buffett guy?
1: Well, you, you know, and and here's the thing: you have an economy that's not doing great right now for the average person. You know, you can say it's doing great for the corporations that are out there. Yeah. Oh, it's a great economy. Yes, not for the rest of us. Yeah. Well,
0: you're taking advantage of right. every taxpayer who's spending through the nose for just simple things like meat.
1: Right. And then so, but my point being is that. There's a lot of people out there that are living paycheck to paycheck. Sometimes they can't even get, they're living two paychecks to paychecks right. because they can't afford to live. When you see a video like that, your poor brain goes, oh man, I could definitely use some extra money. And Warren Buffett yeah. said so. So, hey, I'm going to click on that. If it it's the same, it's that old adage of if it sounds too good to be true, it probably it probably is. is. And and if, if it was true, then wouldn't everybody be making money? You know, everyone is uh,
0: is really worried about this AI stuff and, and for damn good reason, because it can be while there are certainly benefits to having it. There are just as many, if not more uh, problems that arise because at some point anybody can do nearly anything on this Mm -hmm. you can have phone calls being made of voices that seem familiar to you yeah and they are not the actual person it's somebody else doing something else but you know trying to bamboozle you into thinking this is a, a a trusted friend or family member they have the ability to do that that's bad but you know on the other hand i don't think we're really ready for for what this can become because the problem with ai software is it's self-learning so every time it does something it learns from that process it learns from its mistakes and it learns from the successes that it has so if you start the program and it runs it's going to learn and let's say you start the program and its purpose is to defraud people it's only going to get more sophisticated as time goes on yeah. until someone figures out a way to dismantle the whole thing.
1: I had a I had a really long conversation with my kids about making sure that let's say i called or or a call came from somebody who sounds exactly like me yeah. and says, "Hey, uh I'm in the trouble uh, this this and this, you know, do you know do something that would Compromise something financially or, or or whatever it is. Yeah, and I and I we, we kind of put in a, a plan, which I I don't want to reveal what that is, but to verify who who is calling you. Yeah. If you. If you get a call that somebody even from the same number that looks like me and something something crazy is is being said. Or, or something outrageous, see, like but the, this is an emergency kind of thing. There's, there's steps you need to take in order to verify that this is really true. And I'm not saying that, yeah. that
0: making some sort of plan isn't a good thing. I think it is. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter how good of a plan or a system you think you have. These scammers are like
1: four or five steps of, ahead uh, of everybody. Of course not. But you still have to take steps in order to tried to at least prevent yourself from getting, you know, screwed over.
0: I agree. I agree. You know? But, you know, the, the the unfortunate part about it is they're way ahead of the rest of us. And, and, uh, and, a, and a lot of and, and this is the other part of it. A lot of people are just in a great sense of denial yeah. by saying, I'm too smart. I'm too dialed in to ha- to fall victim to any of this stuff.
1: No, no, you're no, not. You're not. You're I,
0: absolutely. Uh, Some of the smartest people I know are ease can be easily
1: manipulated into doing things they wouldn't what? normally do based on on things that are manipulating your trust. And even myself, who so, who said I, I, you know, I pride myself on on trying to like spot these things. That doesn't mean that I'm never gonna be taken advantage of something. No, by but like, at, but at least you're you're looking for it. Yeah, you you kind of you have to question everything that you see. And and, and even even news, even just regular news. If you if you see something and go, "Wow, wow, that person did that?" And then, you know, you kind of do a little research and go, that never really happened. That was just somebody trying to change your opinion about uh, the other person. Well,
0: that would never happen here in the Springfield area.
1: Actually, that happens all over the country and the world uh, yeah. to do it. But uh yeah, be be careful, be vigilant.
0: It's uh, 822 with Bax and Nagel on Rock
1: 102. Oh, no, no. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 829 in Nirvana with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Uh
1: Dan Brown will give you the forecast cuz uh I, I, I'm just finishing up enjoying that Arvana song.
0: Yeah, no, I know, I, and I, I totally understand why it's a. Uh, it is a bona fide it, classic. It's
1: a toe-tapping ditty.
0: Uh, what do we got going on uh, for the rest of the week? I assume <laughs> we're talking to Zolak on Thursday.
1: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I was out last Thursday, so I didn't get a chance to call Zolak. Oh, yeah. There is one more game left of the season, right? Uh, happening next weekend. Yes. <sighs> Which I'd be like, do we really need another one of these? <laughs> But apparently we do.
0: Listen, when you commit to that many games in a season, you actually have to play that many games in a season.
1: I couldn't believe they actually won uh, on the twenty uh, on the twenty fourth. It was so long
0: ago; I barely remember it.
1: Uh, but then, then in and true then there fashion, was, they did. And there was
0: the debacle of uh, of Sunday against the uh, the Bills.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, you know, maybe Zolak will have some insight. Maybe he'll have some. Uh, Things that they're working on over there, <laughs> like for their New Year's resolutions.
0: Yeah, how about to, to not go through another year of losing football games?
1: Hey, uh, hey uh, Bill, uh, Bill, what are you going to do for a New Year's resolution? Learn to play. <laughs> At yeah. least yeah. play
0: better in the first 20 minutes of the yeah, game.
1: Play actual football.
0: All right, so Zolak coming up on Thursday, so you get that to look forward With to. With our hands. We got news next to Rock 102.
1: Now, here's your Western Mass News First Warning for...
0: 8:33 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's
1: time for news. Here's local radio
0: icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. Uh, the mayor got inaugurated yesterday in Springfield. How and about they, that? They, Dom Dom got sworn in. I got sworn in again six times. You know what you never do? Swear at me. Oh, that would I be. I can inveig. swear. I can sworn all day long. Yeah, but you, know, you never want to swear directly at him. No, when I uh, when I do a push up, the whole earth moves downward. <laughs> you ever see that happen no i've never seen that happen took i took uh i took uh, two stones one time mm-hmm killed one bird you really yeah yeah, yeah wouldn't it be like killing two birds with one stone whatever whatever <laughs> i i did the thing because you, was...
0: you shouldn't need two birds two stones to kill one bird yeah wh- one stone, a whole full flock. That well, would I would agree with.
1: Well, they separated midair when the shrapnel hit the other bird. It was horrible. You don't want to see that kind of thing happen. <laughs> I see. But big inauguration day. Uh, they got the city councilors and uh, tea was served and they all ate cake and they went home. There was no big ball. There was no uh, big to-do. There
0: should be a big to-do. I mean, you know, six terms. That's that's a hell of a lot.
1: I wasn't. I was, uh, there was no... Uh, mayoral ball i i wasn't aware of anything like that Nobody i ever...
0: thought that judy matt said that they were
1: definitely doing balls i think it's just the bright night balls. No, i don't know yeah. i think it was like wall-to-wall balls well you know what maybe we can ask her and she can uh she can tell us hey uh judy uh, have you seen any balls around lately were there balls associated with the mayor maybe she'll uh she'll inform us i you know i'm sure she will a uh, Massachusetts resident died after being diagnosed with Legionnaires' disease following a hotel stay in Nor- uh, New Hampshire. What Legionnaire? Uh, American Legion?
0: N- uh, Legionnaires' disease was a was a thing back in the seventies, and it was like uh,
1: members of the American Legion would. American, get it? it was it was like a Legionnaires'
0: convention, and I don't remember what city it was, but they were mm-hmm. all in a, the same hotel, and I think a yeah. bunch
1: of them got sick with this uh, disease. Well, it's a very uh, Severe type of pneumonia can spread through inhaling water droplets Mm -hmm. of contaminated water. Another individual from Rhode Island was also hospitalized with the disease. The hotel confirmed that both people had stayed at the Mountain View Grand Resort and Spa in Whitefield, New Hampshire, in the fall of 2023. New Hampshire uh, health officials have not released any other details about either case associated with the Mountain View. An investigation is ongoing to identify a possible source of exposure. Mm. Sounds like a pretty nasty disease yeah it's it, it you don't want that no i would imagine uh you don't want that at all no no that sounds uh it sounds like a bad stay at a hotel doesn't it it does
0: but you know what the uh the mountain view grand resort uh hotel and spa uh you know excellent yelp ratings you know the advisor highly recommended it's a beautiful uh It's a beautiful facility.
1: I'm sure they'll have one bad Yelp review.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the guy who got sick probably not going to be too happy about (laughs) it. But uh, other than that, it's got, uh, oh, my God, $314 a night on Expedia to stay at the uh, Mountain View Grand Resort and Spa.
1: That's a mid-grade bougie place. It's bougie. It's super bougie. More than $44,000 worth of Legos meant for sick children were stolen from a Florida warehouse. Uh, v for Victory donates toys to children battling cancer. Founder Paul Scott says all of the organization's Legos were taken and now they have to replace them. It's a great program for the kids because it takes something that is all negative for most children, which is getting going to get chemo or getting a spinal tap or anything like that. It takes uh, something that's 100% negative and makes it into a positive. Scott says the organization started after his son was diagnosed with cancer. Because we as a family had the means uh, that every time, you know, he had some sort of surgery or something like that, that we would go to Target afterwards and buy him a Lego set. Mm -hmm. It really changed the mindset of a lot of children and helped families because something that was so negative, you know, we were able to turn that back into a positive. He says the $44,000 worth of Legos would have gone to more than 400 children.
0: Actually, that's not true. What? $440,000 worth of Legos? Yeah. That's like four Lego sets.
1: I was going to say, that's like two. I think you're being a little generous.
0: Yeah, because you see, they're very expensive.
1: Uh, Our average Lego set is around $100, so I believe that would be about 440 children who are going to be going to go to 440 appointments that won't get Legos. No details on who may have stolen the Legos, but if you'd like to help the organization, you can go to vforvictory.org means there's 440 no,
0: pa- sets of parents that are going to accidentally step on the the, uh, the Legos that are underneath the couch.
1: What do you mean there's no details on who stole the Legos? Where were the Legos before you had them, when you had them? That's, what, ha- what happened between the time you realized the Legos were gone? It seems a little shady, doesn't it? it?
0: It's, a, it's a little, uh, I got a lot of questions.
1: Or unless these national news Places are just like the 22 News that don't follow up on details and things like that. You
0: do realize that the kinds of journalists that are at like 22 News and Western Mass News are the same ones that go and get jobs in places like this after they leave Springfield? Uh,
1: What was the one I was sent uh, the other day from 22 News? Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Springfield Police Recruitment. Become on of Springfield's Finest. It tells you, police officer, open houses at the six p.m. January eighth on Page Boulevard in Springfield. Right. Become on. Of Springfield's finest. Really? <laughs> well, I did. I bet the boys in blue didn't expect that. Oh, blue little boy in blue. He needed, needed the, the money. money.
0: <laughs> what was the other one you you, uh, you posted right before I went on vacation about a shark
1: attack? Oh, it was it's a, a- sharp attack. Yeah, well, a Boston woman dies in shart attack. That that's a hell of an attack. Well, I didn't realize those things could kill you. We've experienced that before, but I've never had the uh thing that'll kill you. But then there was a there was another one that I showed <clears throat> you off the air here, and that was from Western Mass News. Uh, and it and it's rather than say indicted, it said inducted. Like they were being inducted Inducted into into the Criminal (laughs) Hall of Fame. Oh, congratulations for this murder. Uh, We haven't seen one of these uh, quite in that style before. Congratulations, you've been inducted into the Murder Criminal Hall of Fame. In fact, we've just had your bust done in bronze, Uh. and everyone gets a free T-shirt from the... uh, Right from the gift shop. Now we're gonna have a luncheon at a Marriott out in what town was that? We had your uh, thing at. Oh, induction ceremony. Whatever town, uh, Acton or Quincy or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna have an induction ceremony with uh, chicken parmesan and (laughs) salad. (laughs) And you won't be satisfied with either one of them. Come out to the murder induction ceremony uh, now. Uh, here's more things to scare the crap out of you. An Illinois meat producer is recalling nearly 7,000 pounds of ground beef due to a a potential E. coli contamination, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Valley Meats LLC, based in Coal Valley, Illinois, is recalling 6,768 pounds of raw ground beef products. Uh, the items were produced on December 22nd of 2023. These are products that are being recalled. Uh, labels for the products can be viewed on this website, but it's uh, mostly Angus ground beef patties and, uh, and things of the like. Sounds like so, it's the angriest beef patties. Yeah, that'll, that'll mess up your day, huh? Mm-hmm. little E. coli. I don't like tainted beef. The items were shipped in, uh, to, distrib- to distributors in Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Michigan for further distribution to restaurants, mm. according to the Food and Safety Inspection Service. They have there have not been confined cases or bad reactions to the meat. The inspection service reported those concerned about any injury or illness should contact a health care provider. Uh your stomach uh,
0: flu last week. Yeah, was that due to like a like a like a like some sort of bug or was it like food poisoning? You
1: know, I th- I don't know. I I don't think it was food poisoning because uh, my younger daughter got it like. Several days prior to. Oh, okay. Because uh, initially I thought, wait a minute, there's uh, three of us now ill. Uh, you know, my sister, uh, my other daughter, and myself. Maybe mm-hmm. this is a case of some sort of food poisoning from Christmas dinner, but it, it was two days later.
0: Have you ever had food poisoning?
1: Oh, yeah. That I was, don't
0: think I've ever been more sick in my life That was than when way. I had food poisoning for the first time.
1: I got sick that, 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 when, when I had severe food poisoning... Was in New Orleans back in two thousand seven. My wife and I had—we weren't even married yet. We just went down for a trip, right. For a long like Thanksgiving weekend, I think we went to <clears throat> New Orleans there. And I should have known that the cheapest place to buy lunch in New Orleans was the five dollar lunch mm-hmm. uh, at this place. Now I was the only one out of the three people that were there eating uh, that had a French dip. Okay. Everybody else had something else.
0: And the au jus was probably tainted?
1: Uh, something was tainted. I only was able to eat half of it. <sighs> and I was like, oh, I'll save this and bring it back to the uh, the the hotel that we're staying at later. Well, yeah. I uh, eat this thing, and the hotel is maybe a 10-minute walk from this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I have this thing. In me where I, was, I was like, oh, I'll go, let's go put this back in the fridge at the hotel, and we can come back out and walk around. Well, I... As I'm walking down the street, people in New Orleans are always like asking you for stuff. They're you know, like professional panhandlers. Is sure, what they are. And uh, this guy who was and there's a lot of street performers out there. This guy was the Silver Cowboy. You ever see the Silver Cowboy? Yeah, yeah. All dressed up in the uh, silver makeup and mm-hmm. doing these like mime moves with like like pretending like he's shooting shooting out things. Fun things to watch on the side of the sidewalk, I guess, right? This guy says to me, sees me with the thing, and he's saying like, are you going to eat that? And I go, I was. And he's like, can I have it? And I go, sure. Go ahead. Take it. It was only five bucks anyway. You know, I'm, like, I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, yeah but this, this guy's hungry, probably hasn't eaten in a while. I'll give him the food. Well, because he's got plenty of money for, for a silver makeup. By the time I got back to the hotel, oh my God, it was yeah. like a... It was like a, I don't know, like a roast, a side of roast beef decided to form into some sort of monster mm-hmm. inside my stomach and start yeah. having sword fights with another one, uh, which then ruined uh, oh at least a day of the vacation.
0: My first time uh, was at my college roommate's parents' house yeah. in Illinois, uh, Thanksgiving, and the day before Thanksgiving, I ate something. I don't know what. Uh-huh. I don't know what. Uh, I was sick Wednesday night through the following Saturday in his house, unable to move. Ooh. It was bad. When I'm telling
1: about, it was bad. I was out for like three days. Yeah. Bad. Oh, this lasted a day. This no, was like a day. No, this,
0: this lasted a couple of days. Like I slept through it. In, I got lost the whole day. I yeah. have no idea what happened. I slept right through it. And then, you know, I felt better. Uh, and then we went to a restaurant to go meet some friends that, you know, and I couldn't last. I said, dude, you got to take me back home. You got to take me back to your house. That sounds rough. It was
1: brutal. Yeah. It was so uh, awful. Well, I, I, we didn't see the cowboy again the next day. Because he's probably he's dead. Probably, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I hope he made it. We didn't even see him for the rest of the week while we were there. Well... Silver
0: Cowboy, be very (laughs) careful what you ask for. Because apparently
1: it was his spot. Like, there's spots down there where you rent out. Yeah. Like, this is the spot you're going to be, and uh, that was where the Silver Cowboy was. Well, the Silver Cowboy wasn't there. Somebody wasn't even filling in for him. That spot was open, though. It was probably that fat guy that gave me that sandwich (laughs) that... uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's doing all right. Awful. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is uh, going to be uh, sunny with a high of 39, which is uh, a little chilly out there. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of uh, 40. It's 19 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. oh ah, yeah. Don't
0: go through another year with Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 853 in Molly Crew. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Uh, sunny today with a high of uh, 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It's 19 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Rock 102 and feelgoodshoplocal.com want to help you start the new year off right with a shopping spree. Over 50 local businesses on their site. You can shop from their from the comfort of your own home. You enter into rock102.com for your chance to win a $100 gift certificate to FeelGoodShopLocal. A uh, winner gets chosen on January 16th. It's your chance to win at feelgoodshoplocal.com with Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Now, a couple things, uh, a couple of uh, like local businesses I mm-hmm. wanted to mention. Uh, the Apple Place in East Lawn Meadow yeah. uh, for sale. They're retiring, and uh, they're looking for someone to, to buy it out and we take it over. Why do you do it? Because I'm not really a, a farmy type of outdoorsman. I could, I could scoop the ice cream. That I could do, but as far as uh, being like a, the, the the tree harvesting kind of guy, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's uh, that's really me. A tree harvester? Yeah, you know you got to pick the apples. No, you and, don't.
1: You just go out there. Uh, you let everybody else pick them. You get those sticks, and you give the people the sticks, and they go pick the apples for you.
0: Yeah, I know, but you're still going to maintain the trees, though. That's that's the thing. It's, yeah, it's, I don't uh, have the inkling to do I that. I don't. Either. I don't have that. But I mean, yeah, it would be great if someone could uh, you know maintain the business. Yeah, it's a great business. Great place. What other businesses, uh, the other place I want to mention because uh, they get back on track uh, today. Uh, Meganos, which had spent uh, oh. many years at Eastfield Mall, yeah, opens up in their new location uh, today at 10 30. Where uh, 1441 Main Street, the uh, the TD Bank building on oh. uh, Main Street in Springfield,
1: that's a perfect place for there,
0: yeah. So, Chris is uh, is uh, is reopening, and apparently today is the first day, today is Tuesday the second, right? Yeah, Tuesday the second, so. Good for him. I'm glad he's uh, you know back in business. Went to that went to that place quite a lot when hey, he was in the uh, in the mall.
1: It seemingly the Eastfield Mall closing has done good for people. Like like I mean to be put into that location after being in the mall where nobody was really going for that yeah. many years. At least you're getting exposure now. Well, it's like
0: yeah, you know, like Hanush opened up a store across the street. You know, why you know why should they have been in the mall and you know torn down like everybody else? They opened up another place. Wasn't, Good for them.
1: Wasn't Mykonos also in on Brickwood Boulevard? Wasn't, that, wasn't uh,
0: it? Yeah, they. I mean, they had. They had again. A, I don't. I don't. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, you'll have to forgive yeah, me if I don't ago. know Mykonos' entire history. Well, but you yeah. Should. But but they had yeah they had a, a brick and mortar place and then they. Uh, they sold that and then just, you know, was just doing business in the mall. And at the time, you know, the mall was a bustling, you know, place where commerce was happening up until the last few years when the only thing that was happening was the bustling counter at Minkinos.
1: Yeah. well, okay. The only thing that was really happening there. Well, I, but you had Donovan's. Uh,
0: and they've moved. They've moved. They've, Everybody's
1: moved. Everybody's moved, and uh, they're doing better than they were yeah. when they were in a, a dead mall. Absolutely.
0: And so. you know what? One more, one more place to have lunch at uh, in Springfield. I think is uh, there's room for everybody.
1: So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, I'm very happy for them. Hope they do well. Things are looking up. There was a. Oh, I wanted to mention something if I could. Sure. Uh, big comedy show coming up on January 20th. Anything but that. All right, forget it. No, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. I want to hear about it. Uh yeah, big uh, comedy show uh, coming up on uh, January twentieth at uh, the Elks Lodge out in Westfield, mm-hmm. and uh, twenty bucks. It's not like this other deal that you've heard about where you get twenty bucks for dinner and a show, but you get twenty dollars, and it's a it's a great comedy show with myself, uh, Linda Belt, who has been around the area for she's many funny. Years, and a uh, new up and coming uh, uh, comedian comedian uh, Emily Sierra. So she they're they're gonna is it gonna be a good and uh, Carlos Garcia is gonna host it. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then I'll be doing uh, a boatload of time there too. How much time you you're doing? Probably like forty five minutes. You got forty five minutes? Yeah, I.
0: uh Wow, dude. I, that's, I that I know. That's not an insult. That's like I'm I'm impressed. That's really cool.
1: Well, it's uh it's it, I, I've been really working on a lot. I've been working on a lot of stuff. Uh huh. I like to put up my jokes on the fridge. You know. <laughs> when, I, when I'm done with it. but you, you get a star in your forehead every time something makes, turns out to be funny. But for the last, you, you know, few years, I've been I've been writing a lot of stuff, and I've been writing a lot of new jokes. Some of it's like the typical old stuff to get me going, right? You know, to get the act going, like thought
0: of, starters, kind of
1: thought starters. Yeah. Uh, you know, t- you'll probably hear the same joke, you know, multiple times if you go to multiple shows. But that's, not any
0: different than this show.
1: No, but it's not any different than any other you know comedian that you go to see. But I have I have a lot of other stuff that I've that I've been really getting into a lot of storytelling uh, type of type of deal like good storytelling, not crappy stuff. Not like, well, today's ranch dressing day. You know that you know it's not like that. It's a little bit more elaborate. Oh,
0: good. Where there's actually like a beginning, yeah. middle and a, and a uh, some sort of resolution.
1: Yeah, so I'm getting uh, I'm getting really uh really more I'm That's getting awesome. a more comfortable, uh, you know, obviously this is only a local thing right now. It's yeah. uh, but, but uh, I'd like to expand out. Is okay, it eventually. a charity thing? Well, yeah. I mean, the Elk's club itself is uh, is in desperate need of some repairs. There's some uh, there's some serious sewer issues going on there or that hasn't happened yet, but, but- could. eventually will yeah. if it's left undone and if you don't take care of it now for whatever the thousands of dollars that it's going to cost to repair it's going to cost you like you know gotcha. hundreds of thousands of dollars so right they're trying to raise that money and uh, it's going to be a great night out so if you want to go to the show you just go to my facebook page or my instagram page as a qr code now it has my real last name on the venmo for tax purposes you can't just throw that Nagel thing around there. Yeah, right, no. that everybody's gonna uh, adhere to that. But uh, you can go buy tickets online, or you can stop down at the uh, Westfield Unks Lodge any day after three o'clock and uh, pick them up yourself.
0: Very good. It's eight uh, fifty-nine with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two.
1: Listen for snow.